Welcome to another episode of The Playlist Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Barfield, Managing Editor of The Playlist. And for this episode, I have yet another interview for you. Recently, I had the opportunity to chat with Will Forte about a new Sundance film he's in titled Aliens Abducted My Parents and Now I Feel Kind of Left Out. Yes, that's a mouthful, but it's also the perfect summation of the film. In the film, Forte stars as a father who is maybe possibly abducted by aliens right in front of his young son. The film then picks up years later with the boy, now a teenager, still attempting to figure out how to find his dad and bring him back to Earth. Or maybe he's just a troubled teen that can't come to terms with the loss of his father. To find the answer, you'll have to watch the movie. Prior to Aliens Abducted My Parents, Forte is probably best known for his work in adult comedy such as MacGruber and his lengthy stint on Saturday Night Live. However, in recent years, including his most recent film, we've seen a new side to Forte, where he embraces his inner dad and doesn't have to shove a vegetable in his butt for a laugh. In our discussion, we talk about going from something like MacGruber to the wholesome dad and sweet tooth, as well as his new film. We also talk about the future of MacGruber and whether or not we'll see more on Peacock or wherever. And finally, we talk a bit about his time on SNL and if he misses the craziness of that show. But before I get to the interview, I got to tell you the Playlist Podcast is part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes The Fourth Wall, Deep Focus, The Discourse, Bingeworthy, and more. And if you want to find us, you can check your podcast app of choice, whether that's Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your favorite shows. Okay, with that out of the way, here's my interview with Will Forte, one of the stars of the new film, Aliens Abducted My Parents, and now I feel kind of left out, which is celebrating its world premiere at this year's Sundance Film Festival. Enjoy. Uh, so you're here to talk about a movie called Aliens Abducted My Parents and I Feel Kind of Left Out. That's a that's a wordy title. So I'm curious if you just saw the title and were like, yep, that's the movie for me. No, I actually, I I, I was friends with the guy, Jake, who directed the movie. So so I had worked with him uh, a couple times before on, on various things, worked with a guy who's one of the producers, uh, McLean, they're both actors too. So we did this fun improv show for BYU TV together called Show Offs. And we became buddies, all of us. So we would just hang around. Then I got to come back and do uh, Studio C with Jake. And he told me about this movie. So by then I liked them so much and knew what kind of senses of humor they had and knew they're really smart. But just more than anything, I just like them as people and want them to uh succeed in in life and they were like oh we have this movie we're doing so i said yeah i'll just i'll i'll do it and then they they sent me the script and and thankfully i read it and loved it and uh so i would have you know i would have you know there's a a version of this where they could have sent me a real clunker and I was, <laughs> all right well i told them i'd do it but i knew going in just based on being in their lives as friends that they're smart and funny and they're not going to really be a part of something that's uh that's not well thought out and uh yeah this just like turned out uh to be the the really good version of of saying yes to doing something with your friends because yeah. they're your friends that's awesome so uh I'm really proud of. yeah and and what's interesting in this is uh, well, I'll, I'll start by saying you're probably best known for your adult comedy stuff like on SNL and MacGruber, but in recent years, I've noticed that there's this trend where you play sincere sweet dad uh, in Sweet Tooth and now in your Aliens Abducted My Parents. So did you ever see yourself transitioning into that dad role? And what do you think makes you like the go-to sweet dad guy? 
Well, uh, thank you. I just actually turned into a dad myself a couple of years ago. Um, Congratulations. I did as well. It's a scary prospect. Oh, congrats. Yeah, yeah. I now just have a, I have one that's turning two in a month and then one that's three months old. So I got going late, but. Wow. Yeah, my daughter's 19 months, so. Oh, congrats. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, yeah so we're right in the. The thick of it. Zone there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess it's life imitating art because I did the sweet tooth job before I myself uh, became a father. Um, I, I always knew I wanted to be a dad at, at some point and uh, uh, I thought it would probably happen way earlier than it ended up happening, but this was the way it was supposed to happen. And I, I'm, it's just, it's the best, but, but uh, you know, there was always a, a sweet father lurking inside me somewhere. It was, you know, there certainly were are a lot of uh, weird elements to my personality, but, but uh, you know, de definitely I'm, I'm probably a little more normal than, than uh, most people would think from the types of things that I've done uh, career-wise. So, so uh, this is just a, a slightly different part of me. And, and now that I have kids, it is fun to think about trying to do these different things that that my kids might be able to watch at some point down the the road. So that's you know I I I've always listened to people answer that uh, when when talking about their own roles that they've chosen to do in the past and not having been a father, I always wondered. Oh, I wonder if that's something I would do. And it is something that you think about. You know, you want to you want to share with your kids um, as much as you can and. and uh, obviously it seems like you know I get to watch all these things with my daughter now uh, these fun movies that I'm experiencing with her you know it'd be fun to to be able to share something that I've worked on with her also yeah it's not you're not going to show her MacGruber at like age four or anything I'm going to wait till she's seven <laughs> uh, so when people hear that Will Forte has a new film playing at Sundance uh, they might immediately think of something like Nebraska, but this is a very different film than that, right? This is a uh, this is a good old fashioned family friendly comedy, um, and not like an indie dramedy or something. So, what's it like having a film at a festival like this that you can just, like you said, you can maybe watch with your kid down the line? I mean this this is so exciting because it's just completely unexpected. You know, you you go into this. It's so hard for any movie to make it to any festival, let alone something as prestigious as, as Sundance. So we went into this, yeah, it's a tiny movie. Um, and I didn't, I, I thought that that Jake was gonna do a great job on it, but yeah, you just, it, it's hard to get into Sundance. So this is certainly, we, we went into this with no expectations like that. It was just like, oh, you know, this'll be something fun to do, help, help my friends you know, try to uh, make this the movie that they've seen in their in their uh, brain for for the past couple of years, and 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 it was just very exciting to hear the news that it made it into Sundance because you just wouldn't really expect it for anything, but especially for a movie like this, um, it's just the different. You you don't think of it as like a edgy festival type 
movie, but it's it's you know, it's a real testament to Jake and 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 uh, you know, what what he did as a, as a director and and just everybody working on it. It just turned into this really fun movie. Yeah, it's funny because uh, as somebody who gets to watch some of these movies early, uh, there's no trailer. There's like a little synopsis and then you just know the people involved. Maybe you get to see a picture. So I went into the movie not knowing really a single thing other than the title and, and some bare basics. And I was pleasantly surprised that, you know, it was just a fun, sweet movie. And, that you know, there isn't that like, you know horrible twist or something that subverts expectations so much and all that i was i was just I was, it was nice it was very pleasant yeah but it's a tiny little movie you know <laughs> it's, you go in a, uh, you know you know the budget for this movie was probably what what the catering budget is on you know for a week of of a major like a marble movie so so you're just you know you go in with with basically zero expectations except to you know to to really just have fun with people who are your friends and and try to help them make the movie of their dreams and 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 uh so i'm just i i'm so happy for jake and for everybody involved in this movie. yeah so I, I want to switch gears a little bit and I want to talk about MacGruber because I absolutely adore MacGruber and I know I'm in good company because Christopher Nolan apparently loves MacGruber. Um, so I know that was so crazy to hear. I know. So when you're, when you're working on SNL and you come up with this skit for this MacGyver inspired kind of doofus guy, did you ever think it would turn into a film, a TV show, and then a, a something where one of the biggest fans is like one of the most famous filmmakers working today? Oh no. I mean, the 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 whole I never thought that it would even make it on SNL. So <laughs> every step of the way was a surprise. Like Yorma was the person who who came up with the the character. He just kept pitching it. John Solomon and I we we would always write stuff with Yorma. He usually was Yorma was usually writing with the Lonely Island. But then you know at SNL you need a little break and you mix up your collaborations so he would come over and start writing stuff with me and John so we kept pitching this MacGruber character and it just sounded dumb to me like <laughs> I don't know. John I, I don't think John was a big fan of it either so finally but after a couple of weeks he kept Norma kept coming back and pitching it finally we just said okay let's write it just more than anything to get him to move on from it we just thought, oh, we'll write it. It'll be terrible. I won't make it onto the show. And then um, we'll move on and, and he won't keep annoying us by bringing it up. Um, but then when we started thinking about it, we came up with the idea to do do it in three uh, pre-film, uh, you know, film short segments, which seemed a little more palatable to John and I. And I think Yorma was like, liked it obviously too so so then that was like oh, okay okay yeah there's something to this but then we wrote the first one it went well at the table read but i never thought like oh that first mcgruber is fantastic i was always a little surprised that it seemed that it got picked like i was like okay well i, I guess at the table read you hear people laughing so it wasn't a, a huge surprise that they gave us a chance to make it but then we we made it and i thought you know, we, we, as we were editing it, it was like, okay, this is all right, but uh, we'll see how it plays. And, you know, it played, I thought, pretty well at the during the show, but 
not well enough that I ever thought we'd make another of the sketches. So I, you know, the, the first time that, that we decided to try to do a second sketch uh, was a surprise to me. And then, you know, and then, then at a certain point when we were like four or five in, Lauren Michael started asking us for them. And then it became like, then we were like, okay, I guess we, this is a recurring character. All right. <laughs> um, that's exciting. That's fun. Um, never would have expected that. And then when, you know, the opportunity to do a Super Bowl commercial came, that was so unexpected. And then the movie was unexpected. Just everything was unexpected. Then obviously when the movie tanks, <laughs> oh, that's the last we'll ever see of this. But, but we, we, at that point, we had really been proud of this movie and we, we were very sad that it just seemed like people had made up their minds about what, it, what MacGruber the movie was going to be before they gave it a chance. So we were, you know, it's, it's hard to take when something that you are really proud of really shits the bed like that. <laughs> and, but then we, in the back of our heads, we were like, let's, let's not this be the final chapter of MacGruber. Let's, let's, let's come back and do it again. We just, we all, it was such a little fun family of people that, that made it that we said, let's, let's try to do it again, even if we got to make it on our iPhones. And so, you know, but still that, that the further away from the movie that you get, you know, you just start thinking the, the dream dies a little bit. You're like, oh, it's not going to happen. It's a nice dream to have, but so when it came back around and Peacock gave us a chance to do a series on it, it was so unexpected, but so fun to get the troops back together. And that's where I'm at right now. Like it's every step of the way was so unexpected and so fulfilling. And now it seems like it's the end of the road. I don't think they're jumping at a second season but at the same time i'll always i'll always want to do more mcgruber because the people i get to work with um and who knows you know yeah it's every it's it's i never would have expected that we would have done a second sketch on snl so yeah i, I, I can't i i will never count out uh you know who who knows what could happen we're we're we certainly would jump at the chance to get to do some other form of it yeah i i, I don't think i'm alone in in hoping that does come true so oh, so fingers you. crossed on that that was my rambling answer to that no it's awesome uh i do want to uh ask you one thing about snl because i talked to taron Killam recently about his time on snl and now i have you here so i want to ask you the same question i asked him which is now that you've had some time away from that show uh, do you do you miss it like working on that show and the the high intensity the the busyness or do you watch the new season and think like thank god I'm not involved I mean it's kind of a combination it, it really is like it is so stressful but there's also nothing like it I mean I'm it, to it, it was the honor of a lifetime to get to be a part of that show but it's filled with victories and defeats and and 
frustrations and triumphs. It's just like this really intense set of emotions that are just playing out week after week in this pressure cooker of a situation. And you get very used to it when you're there. And then when you leave, I remember somebody saying it's like an addiction that you're, you're like, you're, it was very hard, even though I left on my own terms and I made the decision to leave. It was, I remember watching those first couple shows. It was really hard to watch them because it was like everybody that I had been there with for years were still there. And I'm like, why am I not there? And you miss it. And now I look back and it's like, it's fun to watch and fun to know I had that experience. But I also go, God, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm happy. I'm not happy. I'm not there anymore, but just like, it's, it's time for somebody else to do that. I'm, you know, honored to have had the experience, honored to be a part of that, that history of that show. But, but like, it's, it's somebody else's turn. And I, <laughs> I got, I, you know, I got to go back and host it last year. And it was, it was delightful. It was also a little weird because it was so, because of COVID stuff, just a lot of elements of, of the, the structure of the week were, were different and, and you had to, and rightly so, like you, safety first and, and I totally understand, but like the table read was different. It was just, you just had to be a little more spaced out, which I fully understood, but it just changed the experience a little bit. And, and it was, it was so fun to be back there and another just different type of honor to get to say that I hosted this show and, you know, but it's, but it, it also made me realize, oh my God, I, I, how intense it is. I don't know that I could, you know, that I still have the, the stamp, the mental or physical stamina to do that week after week. Then again, hosting, like there are people, when I was working at the show, the type of show that the host has is so different than, than what I had. Like, like I, Kristen Wiig or Amy Poehler or like Bill Hader, they, they would have shows kind of like a host would. They're in ton, usually in a ton of, ton of stuff. I did my little weirdo character. So <laughs> I would, most of the time I'd be kind of peppered in, into the show, but like, they would be running around every week. So for me, there were only a couple shows where I was in a bunch of stuff. So, so getting to host it was a real, like, it was terrifying. Cause I was like, what God, back then just being in a couple sketches was about all I could handle. So this'll, we'll see, will there be so, will I be in so much stuff that I don't have time to stress out and think about it? Or will I just uh, melt down and, and suck at everything and, <laughs> and thankfully it did seem like it was so that you know it was the it was the former more than the uh the latter it, like it was there was so much stuff that you don't have time to stress out and worry about it and you're just kind of you know you, you're you just fly through the night and it is a delight so so i you know i'm incredibly thankful to Lauren Michaels for that experience and, and um, 
you know, delighted to get to come back every once in a while and do sketches um, here and there, but I'm delighted to watch other people do it now. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like, I watch it and I get stressed again, think about it. I still have those stress dreams of waking up and, oh, you should be on stage. You know, you're, you're just I'm dreaming about still being in the lobby, not in costume and I'm supposed to be on stage. And I can see through, I don't know, you know. It's, <laughs> it's almost like the high school dream, but uh, a much oh, yeah. heightened version. It's the work version of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got to wrap up, but uh, I, I want to thank you for talking with me. I want to uh, congratulate you again on Aliens Abducted My Parents, and I feel kind of left out, uh, which is at Sundance. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. It's great talking to you. Uh...